2: spooky scary skeletons i almost did the same thing (laughs) (laughs) oh well happy spooky season officially my
0: friends can you believe it we've made it uh we've made it to october it's leona's birthday today uh, as this comes out so happy birthday leona happy one year of keeping her alive oh i thank you i'm pretty impressed with myself i feel
2: like I know, like, I'm. It's your baby, so you can tell me to fuck off. But I think, like, you keeping her alive for a year is like significantly more important than her having a first birthday. You yeah, know? I it's mean, like... we're
0: we're having a birthday for, her, but like, she's not gonna know. And so the birthday's more for me and for yeah, all it's the yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a symbolism.
2: Yeah, it's actually yeah.
0: just a big party because um, we're making cocktails and we're doing um all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, it's gonna be more adult friendly. Oh, there's paint your own succulents. I. I...
2: I'm very sad I'm not going to be there because know. of my... I
0: I'm really sad, too, but it's okay.
2: I will... I'll tell you, though, I am officially in therapy now, though, so hopefully this... Oh, my stupid... gosh. That's exciting. So hopefully this plane pa- panic disorder... It's, like, so much more <laughs> than just having nerves. I'm telling you, I really think I'm just going to die every second. So, um... I would like to not be ingesting as much Xanax as I currently am. <laughs> yeah, so I'm that excited, would be great. Excited for therapy to kick in, and then we can do a, a belated thing for her, and we can finger paint succulents with her or something. I oh, don't know. I'm so glad. Um, what is happening? What do you mean? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, for those who are not watching, uh, Christine Hello. made a call. oh Spooky. Certainly picked the scariest thing you could but (laughs) christina is apparently in a sex dungeon with zach bagans (laughs) on zoom right now
0: that's way scarier than i intended
2: it's how it looks my friend he's waiting for you to approach him it seems oh my gosh well and also you're doing it in a very fancy and that's where we drink witch hat can you believe we sell witch hats now
0: this really is the dream we were like what could we sell we said witch hats and they were like okay and yeah wait
2: really (laughs) We were just looking for anything Halloween y and we were like, Well, I love a good witch hat. Who doesn't? And uh there I you go. I to say this one is extremely like I didn't know I, I feel like I'm gonna wear this one pretty regularly. It's it's it, it's pretty it flattering. Fe- it doesn't feel like a costume hat. It's sturdy, it sits on it the is. noggin real good. Yeah. It
0: does, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty into it. Um so that's how I'm celebrating Halloween. And uh you're right now, I feel like I am in a sex dungeon I, I feel like maybe i did download one more photo so let me see if that'll work he wants to go check out your immortal portal if you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't and i don't want to you're not going to tell me any more about it um and before you do i'm going to change it let's see what does this one say
2: Okay. okay that's better at least you now just look like you're sitting in front of a backdrop versus like in his home <laughs> in the sex dungeon that's in his home right can you handle the lockdown that's what he says to what you when says? he's investigating your portal. portal <laughs> stop
0: it you are making
2: me extremely
0: uncomfortable
2: and i know look i brought all, this up what look at how scared they say? all are adventure oh, oh ghost, ghost adventures, adventures. Look um, at how scared they all are of you. And they have to obviously do it with night vision so honestly, they can see what's going on. <laughs> honestly, they should be. Um, well, I wanted to. I feel so silly because we decided very last minute we were doing uh, our, our October listeners episode. And I tried dressing like you. I was good because I think last <gasps> year I dressed like the baby, didn't I? Oh, wait. I? oh my God, you're totally right. But that was for a Halloween episode. That's true. I still have time to catch up, I guess. To but... to
0: buy those creepy bottles on the internet that you had <laughs> and like passive adult pacifiers. I had a lot of props for
2: that situation. <laughs> yeah. Do you but still I... have those or did those go to goodwill? Uh, I think the only thing I have left is the baby bottle from like the the big adult baby bottle you can drink out of it's like a two liter bottle that has like a sucker on it
0: oh my god you're disturbed. i do have that because
2: it was it was excuse me we all drank out of those during your baby shower and we all enjoyed it so yeah, yeah. i don't know what you're talking about but i tried I to do. dress like you and i Today? am yeah i oh. kind of wanted to for a, for a spooky there's nothing scarier to me so <laughs> 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 and i was going to put on a trashy classy headband and all this stuff and apparently while we were just on our most recent uh tour we did our uh, our Houston and our our Dallas leg uh Allison like um Marie condoed her whole vibe and so she doesn't have any trashy classy headbands excuse uh, me now my sensibilities are offended once again <laughs> well, i really i didn't mean to do that they but don't i see spark where you feel joy I think, honestly, are you kidding me? She hadn't worn them in a long time. Well, I think she I think she went through a phase and then they fizzled out. But I had a whole thing. I was going to get like a wine glass and all this stuff. So maybe for actual Halloween, I dress like let's, you. Let's fix her aesthetic before we do our Halloween episode, please. You know, we ought to. Yeah, ironically, she has, she's going through a phase right now where she said that she wants to care more about her looks. And I was like... Oh, okay. so she
0: got rid of all the shit that made her look like me. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that stings just a little bit. But, like,
2: it's fine. I'll get over it. You know what's it. crazy, though? I know I always rag on you for the trashy, classy headbands. But they actually look great on every single person I've ever seen wear them. So, like, I am probably just going to insert them back into her closet. And I'll be like, oh, I was trying to surprise you. And then she'll she'll surprise. She'll she'll maybe feel so bad she won't throw it away. I don't know, but I uh, I think she looks great in them. I think you look great in them too. So her birthday's coming up. uh, Maybe I'll just
0: give her some and say, um, these are really special. And so then Uh, she can't throw them away. They're they're like
2: friendship bracelets, but for your head. They're friendship headbands. I uh, I mean, I'll if I find one and I think she like she'd like them, but then she doesn't want them. I know exactly who to give them to hand them. Because you rock them all the time. Aw, I do. It's mostly because my hair is dirty, but you know, sometimes you just sure. gotta go with it. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry I didn't dress like you yet, but I'm. I got 365 other days. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, you'll hit the nail on the head. You'll hit the mark. Maybe a, a good random dress like Christine day isn't, isn't due.
0: That that's it's not. I think um, I don't have the mental wellness to really cope with that. Uh, you as don't a have
2: surprise. To... You don't have to tell me you don't have mental wellness when I see what you just did with your (laughs) backdrops.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, cool. Well, this month, uh, October, happy October. I forgot that this was coming out on Leona's birthday or we could have maybe done like a little, um, birthday thing, spooky baby thing, but we are doing Halloweeny or spooky or autumnal
2: stories that Eva picked out and we have not yet read. Yes, I mean, there is uh, no particular theme this time around except general Halloween creeps, so I'm very excited. Scary
0: skeletons.
2: Have you been blaring that through your uh, speakers yet? Only, only in my head, which is oh. slightly more disturbing, I think, than
0: playing it out loud because it feels like my own personal concert in my brain that just repeats that same line over and over again. Have you decorated before
2: we get into this? Like, I got to know what, you're, what the spooky no, vibe is. No,
0: because I'm decorating for Leona's birthday. And so the vibe, it, I, I do have some new decorations for Halloween. The second Leona's birthday's over, I'm going to replace all the wild one decorations with Aww. Halloween. So we're on a wild one kick. It's very, uh, lots of animals and, you know, uh, leaves.
2: <laughs> That's stuff sorry. like that. <laughs> leaves are autumnal, but those can say. Well, they're like palm leaves. Oh, okay. <laughs> so not quite. but <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, well, that's going to be so cute. Uh, well, you know, if she's going to be your child, I feel like eventually it'll just be like, a, oh, this floor is birthday themed all month. This floor is Halloween themed all month. This floor is autumnal. themed. Well, what I'm hoping is that she kind of adopts what I, I feel like
0: Allison did, which is sort of a combo deal of my birthday is in October. Why not make it a spooky birthday? And so then we could kind of just cover all our bases and decorate, you know, for both.
2: I think since you're the one that gets to um indoctrinate her and her ways of thinking that would be how to do it you so. get it thank you get you it. get it you get it well um, okay i'm i'm very excited for her i'm very excited for you and your spooky mansion or whatever it becomes thank so. you my spooky mansion with palm leaves just yeah. fronds everywhere <laughs> with lions and tigers everywhere
0: so thrilled that we are working with fast growing trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure, you know, it'll work in your garden. Um, They have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac. and so. I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply.
2: All right. So, I should I go first? Sure. Okay. So, here's our first official Halloween listener story. Great. And this is from Kara or Kara. I, I usually lean towards Kara. Uh, who uses she... I was waiting for you to tell me that I was stupid well, and I've, wrong. Well, I don't know. <laughs>
0: You, i have a complex anybody listening the first time must be like wow that christine must be such an asshole
2: and leaves blank spaces for her to jump in and say you're wrong <laughs> i just i'm used to always being like probably not totally right so i'm just waiting for, i don't know to how, it. how to pronounce someone's name okay i'm gonna go with kara please okay. she her pronouns um subject line Ooh, oh you'll like this okay that's what, I'm not kidding. That's not what the subject line says. It says oh. <laughs> Halloween truck driver and glitch in the matrix. <gasps> Wait, oh, truck drivers. We asked for that. <gasps> we did. Oh, well, <laughs> good job to Eva remembering that. So we've got <laughs> truck driver and we've got general spooky. Okay, I'm into it. And you're going to absolutely, this is the best salutations we've ever gotten in a letter. <gasps> you ready? Yeah. Hello to Deb the Web only. <laughs>
0: agreed i want everyone to sign their letters like this now deb. deb deserves the all of the greetings and salutations
2: i i like how even skylar isn't involved in this skylar is this is mi-
0: meant to be like a halloweeny salutation because like because like it's, it's sp-
2: scary yeah yeah oh i love it all right hello to deb the web only it was October 2016, and my best friend and I were driving home to Jacksonville, Florida, after spending the day in Orlando visiting friends and going to Halloween Horror Nights, which mm. I will be going to in a couple weeks. Very excited! Nice. I think uh, I was the driver, and it was late. We were talking and listening to fun music to make sure I didn't get too tired on the way back. Not to brag, but we had annual passes to Universal at the time, so we had to, so we had made this drive plenty of times before. <laughs> I was very aware that I had been following the same group of cars for miles once we were on I-95. A small red car in front of us, a couple around us, and a semi-truck that went that kept riding right beside me. I get super nervous driving next to big trucks, so they were on my radar. I always, I hate driving next to big I trucks. I also do. It makes me so nervous. Like You're going to careen right into me. And two of them have, by the way. So what? My, my fears are justified. Wait, um, what? What? I've been sideswiped by big trucks twice. Oh, God. What? When? One.
1: Why Uh, do I know
2: this about you? Well, one happened before we were friends. And then the other one sideswiped me, but, like, it wasn't, it was, like, not not life-threatening. It just, like got me, <laughs> and I had tried to gotcha. chase it down. I tried to chase it down, but it knew it was in trouble. And so it went like 200 miles an hour on the road, so I couldn't catch its license plate.
0: Yeah, that happened to me, too, with a, a double-decker bus. And I had to go to oh court. Oh, my God. I had to go to court in Miss Lollapalooza. It was so sad. I was subpoenaed.
2: Wow, your story is much more interesting than mine was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll tell that. In, what I'll do the line from the podcast. But that's a story for another day that everybody writes in and we're like, wait, no, I want that story.
2: We thought we sh- that should be our theme, actually, for one of the <laughs> listeners episodes yeah. coming up where they just all end with. But that's a story for another Yeah, time. we should do that. That would be funny. Um, okay. So, okay. So uh, she's avoiding the, trying to avoid the big truck driving next to her. All of a sudden, it was as if someone switched off the lights to the entire world. The sky, the streetlights, the lanes, everything was gone. Oh, my God. My headlights were shining into oblivion. Hmm. All the the lights from cars around me disappeared. All I could see was the semi-truck riding alongside me. (gasps) What the fuck? Not only was it pitch black, but there was a deafening wind tunnel sound, although all the windows were up. I look over to my friend to make sure he's also freaking out and to yell for him to look at the truck driver to see if they were reacting. He made eye contact, but said they didn't seem concerned. The only way I could hope not to crash into anything was to stay parallel to the truck. (gasps) What the fuck? This is bizarre. The entire ordeal lasted about three minutes, but felt like an eternity. Then, as if the switch was flipped back on, everything was back to normal. It wasn't gradual or hazy like smoke or fog. It was something almost impossible to explain, more like a glitch than anything else. I pulled off at the next exit to get a water and breathe, my friend and I drove in near silence the rest of the way back home and he still hates discussing it. It was one of the scariest and most bizarre things either of us have experienced. Whoa. Hopefully this isn't sent too late. I saw y'all on St. Patrick's Day in 2019 in Jacksonville. Oh, good times. Where I believe Emethy was the sickest in nautical <gasps> way. That's true. Florida. Was... Florida got me. Those were the uh, days. Hope to see you again someday in good health and spooky spirits. Kara. The good health won't happen anytime soon for either of us, but you know, the good health, I'm still waiting for that day, but yeah, I def- definitely don't have that cold anymore, which I'm convinced was like a like a beta test. Uh, COVID, early COVID, so. yeah, it might have been, honestly. But
0: sorry, so it happened for how many minutes? Uh, she said it was just like three minutes, but three minutes of terror is three a long time. Three minutes is a long time. I thought I thought I said three seconds. I was like, I must have misheard that because three minutes, like you're, you're in it. That's a long time. This isn't That's... like,
2: oh, you accidentally fell asleep for a second at the wheel. It's like several no, minutes this is like a, no three minutes feels like you have enough time to like gather your your to really process and, it and be like okay i'm seeing this yeah yeah
0: okay. well and the other thing with the three minutes is like you must be petrified like think about two minutes in, you're like is this
2: forever like is this yeah. the rest of my life like you're like when is it going back you know also the fear of like not knowing if there's something in front of you you're about oh, to crash into God because then, like my first thought my honestly my first reaction would have probably been to slow down but then like if you're in some weird glitch bubble and no one else can see this like are you slowing down on a highway and someone's gonna crash into you like yeah you don't want get rear-ended in in the glitch have you ever had those uh a driving um experience like in the snow at night when like you turn on your brights and the snow coming at the windshield looks like you're like in us uh, like that scene a from star, star wars yeah 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 <laughs> And like I, that's the closest thing I can imagine. Except you're going probably on ninety five. I think the you can go get up to seventy or probably eighty or something. Um, damn, that's and really scary. What do you have any theories, Em? I have no theories. I have
0: no idea. I have a theory. I don't. It doesn't mean anything because it's just coming out of my brain. But my thought is because I've heard glitch in the Matrix stories happen when people kind of jump because they mm. were almost killed or they were almost in an accident or. Um, so it makes me wonder: What if maybe there was an incident there, like the truck did sideswipe you, and your oh, yeah. existence shifted into the closest parallel dimension, and you avoided that accident? I don't know.
2: Oh my god! What uh. if that uh, that requires some marijuana to process, I think. <laughs> um, well, didn't I promise
0: I... I didn't take any edibles today.
2: Well, I just covered, didn't I? Just cover something
0: wow i like didn't oh, i how- just cover something that's very specific i know um, but
2: didn't i just there was something about being on a road and there was a conspiracy or not conspiracy theory but there was like a glitch in the matrix theory where like fuck there was i'm i'm agreeing with you i feel like there's some sort of glitch into another nearer like realm. you just like hopped into the next yes so i i wonder
0: dear listener kara or kara um if you could let us know if anything was weird after that. Like did you come home and notice things were a little bit off? Did mm. anything seem different? Like just little things? Did anything seem yeah. strange for you or your friend?
2: I don't know. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. I I can't imagine. Have you ever Yeah, it's definitely not falling asleep at the wheel. Have you ever fallen asleep at the wheel? Oh yeah, it's horrible feeling. It's this it's i it's, it's only so happened scary. once. It's only happened once and it was the scary it was obviously for like half a second. So like I hadn't even like started drifting into another lane, but it fr- it freaked me out. I didn't even realize I was so tired.
0: Oh yeah, is sometimes you're like not even aware of how tired you are, and it's like the monotony of just like going, especially on a road trip.
2: Yeah, uh, luckily I've, the the panic of waking up and realizing I fell asleep that kept me real awake to drive oh, the rest of the way because I had to stop
0: and sleep on the side of the road. But uh, you know, you can always sleep in a McDonald's parking lot, folks. If you not McDonald's, I'm sorry, a Walmart. Um, there was you're, a You're allowed to sleep in a Walmart parking lot PSA. So if you're oh. ever in a position where you're like, I need to nap because I'm too tired to drive, go nap because it's really dangerous um, to drive nap. tired.
2: I, uh, there was one guy in high school where he was driving, he offered to bring everyone home after like prom. Oh boy. And he was so tired because there was like an after prom that lasted to like three in the morning. And after he had dropped everyone off, he was just so exhausted when he was driving home. He fell asleep at the car. And it was like one of those like crazy miracles because he f- ended up flipping his car, I think, <gasps> and like a fence oh, post no. went through the windshield. <gasps> oh, but the way that no. he moved in the car, like the the fence post should have gone right into his body, like, like surely right into his body and stabbed through his chair. But the way that he moved in the car while it flipped completely dodged it. That's why I am never the designated driver. People always ask, <laughs> "Why do you avoid that responsibility?" Well, it's a
0: very dangerous
2: one. And now I'm terrified because I'm always the designated driver. Yeah, Em, it's a Bye. dangerous role you partake in. Anyway, everyone, be safe on the road, please. please Especially Kara.
0: Especially Kara. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, so next one Your I have. Turn. Let's see. This is from Katie. She her, uh, and the subject is Ouija on a haunted. Oh, I think they meant haunted. Ouija on a haunted bridge nightmare. That's oh a, god, that's a lot of buzzwords. A lot of, lot of words. words.
2: <laughs> back, to lot back, of, back to back to <laughs> back. A lot of buzzwords. Okay.
0: Okay, hello ATWWD crew. I started listening to your podcast in 2021 and have already caught up. Wow, that's a lot.
2: Holy uh, cr- wow! You really <laughs> have just been. I feel like you slept through a few of them. I feel like we've just been on. Constantly. And honestly, that's fine
0: because we still get the downloads. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love the show and your dynamic. So for some context, I live in San Angelo, Texas. There is a bridge here called the Lone Wolf Bridge, named this because of the Lone Wolf Bar right beside it. It was around Halloween during 2019, and my roommate and I were very bored. We went to Spirit Halloween to waste some time and ended up buying a Ouija board. A group of us went to the... LWB, uh, that's the Lone Wolf Bridge for oh, yeah. all you novices. That's me saying that, <laughs> not Katie. She didn't say it. Some assholey line. I did. <laughs> a group of us went to the LWB and started messing with the board and using an app to record everything that happened. We got a few responses that I no longer remember, but toward the middle of the session, I started crying because I got an extremely overwhelming sense of pure grief. I looked up, and on the edge of the bridge, in the shadowy tree line, I saw a shadow figure. Oh boy. Mm. It was a woman wearing a dress with very long hair,
2: and she was holding her arms out in a relaxed T-shape. That's Ugh. not relaxed, my friend. That is a very intentional shape to be Creepy. standing in. Ugh, gives me the shivers. I shut my eyes for a few seconds,
0: hoping that when I opened them back up, she would be gone. I was wrong. Mm. She was closer to us. Absolutely ah. not. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. My roommate's brother looked over in that direction, too, and asked if anyone could see the man with the top hat standing there. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that you're both seeing different things at the same spot. Mm. That disturbs me. I told the group what I saw as well, but no one else could see anything. All of a sudden, one of the girls that was there with
2: us passed out and started seizing. Good night. Holy Good shit. Good night. That's so- really scary. So only some of them can see these things, yeah, too, by only,
0: the way. I think only two, because she so, said her friend saw a man with a top hat, and she saw this woman,
2: but nobody else saw anything. So maybe they're both sensitives and could tell that something yeah. was coming towards them, and then this other person who, so sorry to her, couldn't see anything, all of a sudden is now seizing. Oh,
0: that's so creepy,
2: especially because she saw it come closer. So yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Especially when you think, like, oh, usually thing if someone were to see something you always hear the stories of oh I blinked and it was gone and, it was and so gone. Like, it's like uh, if that's what you expect it's like oh shit like, oh no it's the... it's
0: worse now actually yeah. it's worse because it's bigger <laughs> and it's closer yeah and also my friend sees her friend and, with the top hat and,
2: and blinking is somehow not my superpower to get away from this anymore
0: <laughs> no and that was my one trick that I had in the bag and now my pockets <laughs> are empty oh boy Um, So my friend passed out and started seizing. We threw Mm. the Ouija board off the bridge and carried the girl to my truck. We drove to a nearby gas station where we got the girl who seized some water, but we didn't speak to each other. After getting home, I realized that I could not. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I already have a goose cam. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Why? After getting home, I realized that I could not look into any mirrors because I knew that if I did, (gasps) I would see the woman standing behind me.
2: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. I just absolutely can't tolerate that. Also... Um, you know the next people who were walking around by that bridge and found a on the through <laughs> oh the tide God. an old Ouija board. They were like, "What the fuck happened here?" That's the
0: most <laughs> cursed
2: item you could find washed up under a bridge. I mean, really, oh my God. of all things okay. to find. And also, okay, so now she can't look through mirrors because she knows that thing has followed her home. Which, by the way, means throwing the Ouija board in the water did didn't fuck work all. either. Because obviously she came home with you, and I wonder if they ever closed out the Ouija board and said oh. goodbye. Which is why this thing is... Katie, have you tried blinking?
0: <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. You did that. That Blink didn't work. Blink harder, Flink girl. More. <laughs> Go to sleep. Maybe that'll help. Oh, my God. How effing terrifying. Especially if you've seen it twice and you were like, she's behind me. I trust that you know that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know you. I'm, well, you no wouldn't question. have to tell me twice. I'd no. be like,
2: got it. We're keeping you away from all reflections. We're, all, we're
0: not looking in any mirrors today. Okay, this is wild. I didn't look into a mirror for over a year because <gasps> I just knew that if I saw her again, something bad would happen. Holy shit! This is really frightening. That's
2: brutal. That's, that's I mean, fully by definition traumatic. Like, uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I'll be honest, like, this is the fir- I'm gonna be honest. This is the first time I've ever felt hesitant about using a Ouija board before. <laughs> like, this is the first story I've heard where I'm like.
2: Finally, cool. Katie. So, yeah,
0: finally. <laughs> Katie, you might have really done the done the trick here. Em's been trying for years, but.
2: I didn't know. I just
0: needed to contact Katie all those <laughs> Katie, years ago. Katie was like, "I listen, I had a feeling this would fix it. Um, okay, sorry. So uh, I just knew that if I saw her again, something bad would happen. I was sitting in the armchair in our dorm when my roommate was at work, and my bedroom door creaked open very slowly. Mm-hmm. I ran out of there as fast as I could, ran down three flights of stairs, and slept in my truck that night. I still get the feeling that the woman is nearby, but I do... Oh, now I'm freaked out to be home alone right now, honestly.
2: It's also not helping me because I'm watching you freaked out, but to me it looks like you're suffocated in a small room with the Ghost Adventures crew. (laughs) With them, like
0: doubled up in many different angles <laughs> behind me i mean this is a scary setting well, like, i have
2: i just can't see depth for you so i feel like you're closed in and oh, like no. very
0: you know what i mean can you imagine i turn the background off and then all of a sudden there's someone standing right behind me don't don't do it katie
2: don't watch this youtube <laughs> so episode scared. just in case
0: <laughs> okay Um, I was sitting in the armchair in our dorm. Okay, the door open. I ran out of there and slept in my truck that night. I still get the feeling that the woman is nearby, but I do not feel as threatened as I did before. You should get cleansed, girl. Yeah. Um, Thank you for reading my story. I have more, as I've always been around paranormal things since a very young age. Please continue doing what y'all do. We all really
2: appreciate it. Much love, a Taurus, Katie. You know, I understand why Zach Bagans has his museum. Like, first of all, I think I know we rag on him a lot, but that guy's a fucking businessman. Like, oh, oh, for sure. I got to I got to give him credit where credit's due. Like, he knows how to make a dollar. Oh, He's successful. Yeah. But like, also, if your whole career is fucking around with things like this, of course, you need a place away from your home to store it all. Like, yeah, like, I can't imagine if. Katie and her friends were like okay time to bring the Ouija board back and then like whoever's house it's sitting in is just <sighs> riddled with problems like uh, uh, Katie get yourself a museum and then um get, go put it fish, all in a museum. fish out the Ouija board from the river and then just keep it there and, and your s- problems should be handled
0: put it right up front and be like this is the Ouija board that started it all
2: <sighs> I also feel so bad that you still feel something like if I you know. thought hard enough and long enough about it, like something might come back. I just, I, I, can't, just, I can't, I really imagine.
0: hope you're able to find someone to help you cleanse your space and your because
2: it sounds like you need it, <laughs> like really. You know I'm surprised by now that we don't have our own little like g- group of people who like all. Like a like a little task force, and that's why we drink group of people who get together and, like, you know, cleanse I, folks. I wish we did. I actually, now that you're saying that, I'm like, maybe we should look into that. Does anybody I know, feel like, know somebody? I mean, I feel like it could very quickly be a controversial situation because, like, how do you vet who actually has expertise versus who's new to this and not doing the practices the right way or, you know— who's accidentally or intentionally using clothes practices when they shouldn't, I feel like I could get really muddied quickly, but I feel Mm. like by now someone probably listens to us who could be helpful to others. I feel like we've, we've just got such a concentrated group of people who have experiences that could surely use a cleanse. Yeah. Someone out there has got to be reliable. I'm
0: pretty sure you need their permission to do it. So I Mm -hmm. feel like you would need to make sure everybody that you're cleansing like, is aware and consenting. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. It would be probably,
2: but I, I mean, at least we could use it. Can you, can you send some my <laughs> way? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm surprised you don't, ha- I would call them like some sort of like spiritual Avengers of like, okay, well we're just going to like go like assemble. Like reach out to and That's what I drink. If you need a cleanse. And then we've got the connections. We got the hookup. You know, the hookup. I'm always so jealous of Zach Bagans. He has so many like spiritual hookups that like actually are probably so useful. Like I would love to have some more like
0: people I can call on to, I, to help me. I would love that. Like I think I think
2: by now... It's overdue. Why not?
0: I agree. We've gotten to ourselves into some spiritual quandaries, and I would love to uh, have like a, a hotline I could call or just
2: somebody I can text at the very least. Yeah, at the very least. Be like, how do I fix it over here? What's like a temporary aid yeah. for this yeah. situation? All right. Well, Katie, you might have sparked an entire new um, focus group that we're going to be well, putting together. Lord. And honestly, <laughs> so, you also
0: convinced me Ouija boards are more dangerous than I knew. So you've really done a number on us today. <laughs>
2: I told, I told Christine, I've seen a Ouija board on fire, but that wasn't enough. So thank you, nah. Katie, for finally,
0: uh, I've, seen, like, I've seen a lot of things on fire. That really doesn't do it for me. Sorry.
2: <laughs> as long as you're making it click, I'm just glad you, someone got it to click. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Katie. And then this next story is from Lindsay. Who's a she, her pronouns. And the subject line is, uh, Oh, hi, Eva. And then <laughs> not the, dub the web, not dub the web. Uh, a shadow figure haunting and a murder to top it off. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. Not even a high to this one. Just says y'all. Mm-hmm. So I like how Eva gets a high. We get a listen the fuck up.
0: I listen. You're from
2: Virginia. I live in Kentucky. The y'all mm-hmm. speaks to me. I I heard it. I got shivers. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got a tale that's a bit true crime and a bit spooky ghost in one. Growing up, I had a best friend. We'll call her Mel. Her life started off with tragedy as she was in a car crash at one year old that took her mother's (gasps) life. Oh, Oh my God. And left Mel with scarring on her face that would last her lifetime. Jesus. She was raised by her grandparents, who were the kindest, sweetest people you'd meet, but were very religious and as such wouldn't allow television in their house. Cell phones weren't a big thing yet for kids. This was the early 2000s, so I believe there was only a landline phone and maybe a radio in their home. Because of this, we mostly played with dolls and house and explored, uh, and explored outside. We were both very sheltered. Mel shared a room with her sister, and one night I'm staying at Mel's house and we're sleeping in her bed when I wake up out of a dead sleep and look to my right. There in the center of the room was a black-gray figure. Mm. A tall, male-looking shape. Thinking back on it now, it had no defining features. It didn't look like a shadow or someone dressed in black. More so, it just looked completely devoid of light. Oh Forget it. It was so still, I looked at it for several moments, watching for breath or movement or anything. I convinced myself it was a shadow or something reasonable, like it being Mel's sister standing there ominously in the middle of the night. I don't know. (laughs) With a top hat and a cape and not breathing. (laughs) And and devoid of light. (laughs) With her arms in a relaxed (laughs) (laughs) T-shape. So I rolled over closer to Mel and went back to sleep. The next morning I looked for it or anything that could have resembled it as soon as I woke up and there was nothing. I told Mel what I saw, thinking she'd call me crazy, and she became very solemn. Oh, jeez. She replied, yeah, I've seen it too. Oh, I used to think it was my mom watching (gasps) over me, but I don't think so. Oh, my God. God. Wow, that was heartbreaking and terrifying in one sentence. Like the worst- worst of the worst i used to think it was my mom watching over me but i don't think so anymore which means like i used to think it was the safest thing that could be in my room and now it's probably not i used to hope that that's what it was oh that's so fucking sad somehow at 12 13 uh you just move on from these things and forget them for the most part so that's what happened oh my god until a year later or so when my childhood church held a youth trip to, uh, to a set of cabins in the woods for New Year's Eve. The cabins were at the bottom of a hill around a curb and the celebration was at the top of the hill out of sight from the cabin and vice versa. Anyone that was at the top of the hill was having a good time, and I wanted to go back to the cabin to get my chapstick, because 30-degree weather outdoors for hours will parch a girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I always say. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Uh, Being 13, me and my friends all uh, had to go as a group, of course, so about five of my friends, Mel included, and I went down the dark hill to the cabin. I got my chapstick, we goofed off for about five minutes, and then started back up the hill. Think of the hill as a big uppercase L with the top left of the L being the top of the hill where the party was and the cabins being at the right end of the L in the dark. So you probably have to do like, you have to walk left and then go up. Okay. I'm to- picturing
0: like a cliff, like, a L, <laughs> like just like a <laughs> vertical cliff.
2: Okay. <laughs> this sounds terrible to walk up. We're about to find out who's right with our imagination. <laughs> That's I guess. not me. I'm sure. <laughs> We get about halfway up the first part, coming up on the curve, and we all stop dead in our tracks. Six teenage girls were talking and goofing off, and then we were suddenly silent and still. Up ahead, standing at the edge of this curve, was this thing. No. The the man shadow thing from Mel's bedroom. (gasps) What? What? It's just standing there, stone still, facing us. It's almost hard to describe. He should have either been in shadows from standing just off the curve, almost in a tree line, but the color of him didn't match the shadows of the trees and things behind him. Oh, no. He just felt like an outline of an absence of light. I know that probably doesn't come across clearly, but that's how I think to explain him.
0: Okay, on Jim Harrell's campfire, when people talk about shadow figures, they they often describe them as being blacker than black, like darker yeah. than dark, like there's no light that could get through. So mm. even in a room where it's already dark,
2: yeah, like the, you can the see it perfectly. Is, the thing is, yeah, darker than anything around it. Well, oh, God. Also, like, let's really unpack the fact that, like, if this thing was only stuck to mel's bedroom this whole time like has it been following her yeah
0: great at point the whole
2: time or it's like oh we're th-
0: going on vacation yeah Take or to it- the
2: cabins with you so it's not attached to the room is it attached to her like oh, i'm sad about that the six of us are all standing there dead in our tracks and one of us whispers who is that but nobody answers oh no God. one ha- no one had to point him out it's all It's like we all became aware of him at the exact same moment. Another of our group, we'll call her M, was the bravest of us all and started yelling at this thing. Hey, is that you, counselor's name? Quit trying to scare us. It's not funny. This thing doesn't move, doesn't acknowledge us, just stands there. (sighs) m steps forward one time before stopping when i say m scared of nothing i mean it this girl pierced her own belly button with a safety pin in the fourth grade
0: <laughs> okay say no more uh, <laughs> say no more i'm not questioning it
2: so for her to just stop and not challenge this thing further was huge then just as quickly as we became aware of it we all simultaneously turned and hauled back down the hill to the cabin holding on each other and half crying we stumbled into the cabin, pulled all the blinds closed, locked the door, and huddled together on one bed and cried. We also prayed because we'd been raised to, <laughs> and none of us had a cell phone, so we couldn't call up to the counselors and tell them to come get us or what happened. Oh, that's so scary! You're stuck. Yeah, Oy. and like, and I now that we don't know what happens to the shadow. Like, did it v- go like vanish away into the ether? Did it secretly? invisibly follow you? Right. Is it still just staring out it? there waiting? Like what was its purpose? Like what would have happened if that if the friend kept approaching yeah. Like was it trying which, to stop you from going up the hill? Like ugh. Yeah I don't know. After ten or so minutes of panicking and crying and trying to talk out what that thing had been a counselor knocked on the door and asked why we'd been gone so long can you imagine we scream when there's a knock on the door oh my god from all the girls Ah! forget it but also the counselor was probably like they're in there telling each other fake ghost stories yeah they're like they're scared to walk back really they just wanted a chapstick and now they're stuck down here yeah unaware that they actually did have a horrid experience crisis um we explained what happened and she said she'd walk down the hill by herself just then and there and had seen no one or anything. Great. She was sure we just spooked ourselves with a tree shadow or something so she led us back up the hill with her flashlight and all of us clinging to one another. We all stared closely at the spot in the trees where this thing was to see if anything even resembled a person's shape but there was nothing. Mm. So I want to know like how did it become nothing? Does it walk away into the woods? Does it vanish? Right. Does it move, Ugh. or does it just appear and then like disappear? Does it fade? Ugh. Uh, everyone back at the camp swore they didn't play any tricks on us and didn't see anything at all. None of them believed we actually saw anything, just blamed it on our overreactive imaginations. Overactive imaginations. I wish this story had a better ending or update, but I don't have one. Uh, Mel was... Oh my god. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. So... Uh mel continues to have a tortured life oh god what um lamentably mel was barbarically murdered what a few years later at 18 while pregnant with her first child wow her death rocked the town we lived in and it's been long thought her murderer is not the man who's been convicted for it she was bright and bubbly and her life was needlessly cut short It was years before I remembered the shadow thing that used to follow her around, and that made me think back to when we'd gotten back from that trip for New Year's. We used a disposable camera that weekend and took a bunch of pictures. Mel brought them to school to show us after they were developed, and as we were going through them, we noticed two in particular. Mm -hmm. One looked like a picture had been snapped while the camera was being put into a purse or held down by someone's side because it was just a blurry movement. But in the picture is clearly a mouth. Eyes and dark face all elongated and hollow looking alongside a leg of the pool table from the mess hall at camp. As if something was beneath the table. (gasps) I don't know, this one could be an overactive imagination and easily explainable if I could see it as an adult. But the other photo is Mel playing pool with a couple of people and behind her is a window with no blinds, shades, or curtains. It's pitch black outside but you can make out a face in the window. There's no discernible features, just a shadowed outline as if someone is standing just far back enough from the window to not be seen. When we were looking at the pictures together and noticed this, Mel leaned over closely to me and said, I think that's the thing you saw in my room. I think it still follows me. With the horrific way her life ended, I can't help but wonder if in some way or another this thing caught up to her. Ooh, the podcast is my favorite thing on the planet and i love you both so much ps christine please tell leona how much we adore her squishy face and i am being requested to cover the dog man eventually what the fuck Ooh, that was heavy with all kinds of twists oh my god
0: i did not see that coming even with the subject line
2: yeah oh i totally forgot about the subject line Uh,
0: Wow! I mean, this puts a whole new level on our like. Oh, we should find people to help cleanse. us you know. Oh my god!
2: I mean, yeah. (sighs) Woo! Also, that's just tragic as fuck. What's the color? the The color of is it Vedmantum? It's like the blacker than black color. Oh, I don't know the name of it. Um,
0: I don't think it's what you just blurted (laughs) out, but maybe something
2: with a B. Or a V, a V, um, v- Vanta Black, Vanta Black, oh. or something like that. Yeah, I was trying to think of how to describe the shadow because I've I've also seen shadows that are like that, just completely void. And I know we just talked about this, but it really it's indescribable. The like you, I've never s- seen one. Think, knock on wood. It really looks like you're looking into one, so I think Kara earlier said, um, oblivion, yeah, but like it's uh, it really is like I don't know how to describe it. It's just the darkest thing, like it makes normal dark, I mean, look bright. It's yeah, crazy. yeah,
0: you know, I, I'm looking right now at this Vanta black, I've never seen this before. Um, they have
2: paint, they have paint that can give yeah, you Vanta black. It's kind of scary. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at it now, it's like extremely dark,
0: like no reflective surface.
2: They have, um, I think there are cars that are that color, but yep. then I also heard that they were trying to make it illegal to make it that color because at night you literally wouldn't be able to well, see the fucking car. Great point. <laughs> great so. point. That would t- the whole point of it. Yeah, exactly. Because if you have headlights on, the whole point is it doesn't absorb any light, so like your headlights wouldn't show you a car. So that, I
0: mean, that's just an accident waiting to happen.
2: Yeah. Oh uh. man. But anyway, I. Just to go back to this, I can't believe that that happened to your friend. I'm I so can't sorry. Believe... I'm so sorry. And also on like a definitely a less significant note, but like I hate that y'all never get answers as to what the fuck this thing was. Yeah, so like, and I, I fucking hope it went away. I'm I'm like it, honestly, it just
0: clearly was nothing good. You know.
2: Yeah, and I don't blame you for wondering if if it were some was somehow responsible some connection or, to her. I mean, it spiritually sounds like she nearby. thought she
0: was connected to it. That's just tragic, the whole fucking story from start to end. Um,
1: And I'm very sorry. Um, How horrid. offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK.
0: Well, uh, once again, if you would like to join our hotline for, um, you know, spiritual crises, uh, hit us up because we apparently need all the help we can get for our beautiful listeners. (laughs) Because it sounds like there's a lot going on in people's lives. I would love to have a hot, A true working hotline. (sighs) Seriously. Okay, so... This is from K. she, her, or they, them. Thank you for normalizing. Mm. Having double pronouns. Double pronouns. The subject is not deer, but it's N-O-T hyphen D-E-E-R.
2: Not deer. Not deer. Not deer. Not deer. So I'm assuming we'll find out what that means. (laughs) If not, what a silly out of context (laughs) thing to confuse us with. What a fun joke you've played. Okay.
0: Hi, Christine and M. I love the show, but I only started listening recently, and I'm catching up. I've just listened to your first anniversary episode. Oh, I don't know who was it, Katie, who was like, "I've listened to the whole thing." Uh, so you know, Katie set the bar really high for you. Yeah, uh, just there, saying, Katie. Everyone,
2: everyone here though, I'm I'm very amazed that uh, you're just you're here listening you're here. at all. So thank me too. You. I, I'm in the same boat. I'm totally kidding. Okay.
0: I know you guys mostly do ghost and true crime, but I actually have a cryptid story to share with you, so let's crack into it. I get the not-deer.
2: It's a (laughs) not-deer. It's Uh a not-deer.
0: It's not a deer, but it's something. I live in Texas and have all my life. When I was in high school, I was very religious and was super involved in all things church. Not so anymore. But at the time, I played in the praise band, I led a small group, I went on every mission trip the church led, you name it, I was involved. And some of the things I was involved with was summer camps, Disciple Now weekends, and fall retreats.
2: Mm-hmm. It was at
0: one of these such fall retreats that I found myself on a crisp autumn night my junior year. One of the traditions we had on all of these off-campus retreats was playing Capture the Flag. We would wait until dark one night. I love Capture the Flag, by the way. Just a side note. Um, uh-
2: I feel like I used to get bullied during Capture the Flag. Oh, I'm sure I did too. But... <laughs> I think I, honestly, I think I was, oh, I wasn't bullied. I think people just didn't like me on their team because I so quickly volunteered to go to jail. I was like, you just I, wanted to just be, be, I, I didn't want to have to sitting. run. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and nobody wanted to give me the flag. And so I felt bullied, but also I was 100% causing that. You just like, didn't want to play. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. 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 <sighs> Uh, we would wait until dark one night, divide up into two teams and try to sneak each other's flag across the boundary line. I understand that most people normally play this game during the daytime. Oh, we always played at night, but there's know. like flashlight capture the flag and things yeah, like that Yeah, that's too. what we would, that's what we would do. Um, and we would do it on a golf course at night. And so you'd oh, like run across the green to get to anyway. Okay. Uh, I understand that most people normally play this game during the daytime, but that's just not how we did things at my church.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're a fun church. We're wacky. We're a a cool, quirky church.
0: (laughs) We are wacky. (laughs) We waited until it was dark and scary, but the night we picked on this particular trip actually happened to be lit by a full moon. So yeah, you know, take that as you will and keep it in mind for the rest of the story. Now, I was not the quickest runner and therefore not a great scout. I would get caught and go to jail too fast if I tried to cross the boundary line into enemy territory. But while I was not too quick, I was a cross-country runner and had a hell of a lot of stamina. And I had one more advantage that no one else had.
2: I am colorblind. Interesting. Okay. Interesting to see how this is What a advantage. plot twist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where are we going with this? I know
0: that doesn't seem like much of an advantage on its face, but I've learned that while it isn't great during the daytime, it makes me see uncannily well in the dark. What? I didn't know that. I got a colorblind uncle. I got to talk to him Uh, about this. Blaze's dad's colorblind. I got to hit him up too. Yeah. Even with the bright full moon, it gave me an edge. My team capitalized on that and my stamina and placed our flag as far as physically possible from the boundary. We hid it in a small circle of trees, barely into the tree line, and I was left to lie in wait. Mm. This was ideal for several reasons. First, although the rule said that any guards had to leave a five-foot buffer between themselves and the flag unless someone was actively taking it, I could pretty easily hide a little further into the trees and still comply with that rule. Second, the flag was far enough away from the boundary that I would be able to outpace any thieves, even if they were sprinters. Third, oh. I would see and hear the thieves crunching in the leaves long before they would see or hear me. This is funny. And I wonder what uh, Kay does now for a living. Because I'm like, did you use these <laughs> skills to your advantage in your adult life? I just like, wonder. Like, are you...
2: a a, a PE teacher are you uh into chess strategy what's happening are you a navy seal what do you do (laughs) (laughs) or a PE teacher have you been on survivor I'm confused you should be
0: yeah if you haven't you should be
2: if your plan is has something to do with crunching of leaves as people walk by (laughs) you should be on survivor oh you could probably do a p-
0: good pi job too like laying mm. in wait and like being patient and stamina you know i mean you have quite a few skills that m- most of us don't have um not naming names but it's me and M.
2: we don't have any of these <laughs> skills <laughs> yeah you never had by the way if uh this person and i ever had to play capture the flag together i was not someone they were actively worried <laughs> about were like
0: crunching and they're like even if you're a sprinter i'm like i'm not a sprinter i just
2: <laughs> like even if you're M, who already volunteered and said i'm just gonna go sit in jail <laughs> Who's just crunching the leaves for fun because they're yeah. leaves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Okay.
0: Let's see. If you've played capture the flag before, you know that sometimes the hardest and most time consuming part of the game is just finding where the enemy flag is planted. That's especially true when playing at night. So I was left alone to guard our flag for quite some time. An hour passed, an hour and a half, two hours. Oh. Not, what the heck? Not one single scout had figured out our flag's position and well, I was getting bored. Eventually, I got tired of watching vigilantly for scouts and instead turned so that my back was against the tree that I was using for cover, and I leaned back against it and closed my eyes. I still listened closely for the crunching of leaves, but I wasn't going to watch any more for scouts or thieves that it seemed probably wouldn't be forthcoming. I'm not sure how long I stayed like that, but suddenly I heard it, the steady crunch, crunch, crunch of dried autumn leaves under someone's feet.
2: Hmm. When they
0: got close enough, still leaning back against the tree with my eyes closed, I said, you're not very sneaky, you know. Oh, God. Oh, God.
2: It's always when you think you're cool enough to yeah. say something like that with, with your, your eyes closed. closed. 100%. Like, you're like, I could pull this line. You're like, and I'm going to fool them. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: I'm cool, calm, and collected. Oh, goodness. The footsteps stopped. I opened my eyes and looked around for the source, only to find a lone deer looking back at me from further into the woods. This didn't seem particularly extraordinary at first as I was used to seeing deer. I lived in the piney woods and had seen tons of deer, even just passing them on the road while driving or walking. That wasn't what made this one weird. Hmm. We stared at each other for a while, this deer and I, and I couldn't quite put my finger on what was off about it. Normally, when I saw deer before, they stared until I moved like a game of chicken. So I figured I should just move and it would run off. I pushed myself off the tree I was leaning against and stood upright. And I was right. The deer did move but not like any deer should move.
2: Oh, for ah! fuck's sake. I'm already thinking black-eyed kids, <laughs> oh, deer God. version, trying oh, to act like a real deer.
0: <laughs> He's like, is this it? Is this it? Am I doing it? <laughs> it Okay, that sounds pretty correct. Um, It took a few stumbling, halting steps in my direction, which was the first wrong thing. It right, should have running away. Right, not coming closer. On the second or third step, I realized that this thing's joints did not move right. <sighs> its ankles, knees, shoulders, and hips almost moved backward and outward instead of straight forward. It almost looked like oh my god, it almost looked like how a spider's legs move. <gasps> Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> throw up uh it almost looked like how a spider's legs move but not quite as pronounced it started breathing really hard and that's when it hit me that this thing didn't actually look at all like a deer that's not (laughs) you've been looking at its fucking face this whole time and you are just now realizing it's a different animal they probably were staring at it and we're like oh a deer and then like in those five seconds we're like oh not not deer not deer not deer that's not what deer look like. It just took it moving for me to realize that. For one thing, it was a lot taller and its torso. You're welcome, Christine. Thank you. First. I still don't like torsos. I know you're still on, you know, episode 50, but I'm still not into the torso <laughs> thing. Uh, you're welcome, Christine. It was a lot thicker than a normal deer's. I don't know how to explain it. It was a deer, but only if you didn't look too close. Ooh.
2: This feels like a black-eyed deer. It
0: does. I feel like we need um, a... Uh, a what do you call it a sketch artist like a police sketch artist to draw yeah. <laughs> this thing you know like with its a, little creepy crackly spider joints spider legs yeah. Ooh. <laughs> what was most unnerving was the intelligence with which it watched me it was like it knew i was alone and far from the others it looked at me like it was a predator and i was the prey not the mm. other way around like most deer seem to assume when I was able to move again, I bolted out of the tree line. Okay, also remember it's nighttime, which is just making this so much worse. I hate it. When I was able to move again, I bolted out of the tree line, but unwilling to leave the flag unguarded, parentheses, stupid, I know, I stopped. Uh, when I... Loyal to the game is what I, I maybe my dad would say. I was going to say, not what you or I would say. <laughs> we were not loyal to the game when there was not a not deer hanging right, around. Right, right, right. <laughs> um i stopped when i felt i was far enough out of the woods for some reason i knew that it wouldn't follow me out of the trees and i was right it followed me to the tree line and no further it looked Ew. at me again for a moment and seeming to recognize that I wasn't going to ba- go back into the trees while it was there. It finally turned around and headed off, still doing the horrifying spider walk and looking like it was having a really hard time walking on all fours. Okay. Aww. This
2: is creeping me the fuck out. I really hope, I don't hope actually, but it's either supernatural or this was like a, like a maybe some sort of like like joint issue like maybe it was just like born like a sick animal like a sick animal or maybe it had been injured and was like like limping a weird way if that's the case it makes me sad if it's just an alien disguised as a deer (laughs) i immediately am so much more afraid yeah 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 and i mean i feel like for somebody who sees deer
0: all the time and at first was like, oh, it's a deer. Like wasn't like, what the fuck is that? But was like, oh a deer. And then was like, wait a second.
2: Yeah, Something's hang on. Off. Wait a tick. Wait
0: a tick. Wait a tick tack. Okay. <laughs> um, but when it was far enough into the tree cover that I could no longer see it, the sound of its walking changed again. Forget it. I'm I'm uh. off my maybe it's a <laughs> limping deer thing. <laughs> I've spent enough time around horses and other four-legged animals that I know what the sound of their walking is when compared to a person walking. Four legs sound different than two. And I realized when the sound changed that now it sounded more like two legs. And it had sounded like that when I first heard it before I opened my eyes.
1: Oh,
2: right. Because you thought it was a person. Come and get your flag. Oh, my God. Truly just I can't believe I almost made it sad for a second. Like
0: you were you were you were dead set on that uh, i was I, really
2: trying to think realistically there's no way this follow thing you, is
0: but there but you're i'm back i'm back, I'm back. it's a shapeshifter 1000 and nothing else horrific that really makes me wonder whether it was somehow walking on its hind legs before i called it out and just dropped to all fours when i looked at it maybe that's why walking on all forms seem fours seemed so unnatural or like you said it had shifted from human form to like yeah oof, gross I've never gone back to that particular camp, and thank goodness, I never want to see that thing again. Who knows what it would have done if it had caught up to me, or if you hadn't opened your eyes. Oh, Oh, forget it. I don't like that. I have plenty of actual ghost stories from what I think may have been an actual possession to hauntings at my local community theater, but this is easily the creepiest thing that has ever happened to me. I hope it terrifies you too as much as it did me. This is the kind of story, if somebody read this to me at a campsite, I would be like, I'm going home. <laughs> like, I'm really scared. I'd be like, this
2: has to be it for me. Like, I'm there's so just <laughs> there's simply no more that I've reached the pinnacle of <laughs> yeah. creepiness. I've hit my creepy quota. <laughs> <laughs>
0: coda in my creepy coda
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stupid mailed it Oh god. well thanks <laughs> thanks for that, that. <laughs> thanks for that oh god uh, I don't know why it chose a deer unless maybe it only gets one animal you know like oh, because well, I guess if it was trying to just
0: convince you that it was an animal in the woods a deer would but be when, the when
2: you pick something like even like if it was trying a to squirrel? approach you like a squirrel or like a, like a kitten or something that like a, like a child would want it. Oh, interesting. Pet, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like more approachable. Like a, like a lost puppy in the woods, like oh no, I don't know. that's I'm so just, scary. It's so scary, but like why a fucking deer
0: unless I mean, like maybe that is just what it can transform into.
2: Isn't it like anamorphs like for millennials and I guess not Gen Z cuz I don't know if they know what anamorphs is, but <laughs> probably uh, not they all like had like one animal that they could turn into right so maybe yeah. this was just the deer anamorph. can you imagine being the deer anamorph? you're not even good at it because you look like a spider <laughs> it's like you're still clearly in training like this deer was bullied
0: during flashlight tag <laughs> M wasn't but this deer for sure was cause... you
2: know what it might as well have been me in another world because we both have tarantula legs. Apparently, right that's a great point M. All right. The next one is from Tristan. He uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the subject, Christine, is going to blow your little socks off. Okay. Christine helped solve a murder. <gasps> what? Oh, my goodness. What I've do you got mean? What hooked. do you mean? What do you mean? Say more. Wine. Sinker. Oh, I'm and then it also sunk. says, it says, and a little ghost story for him. So both, both are winning. Both of us. <laughs> Hello, fur babies, human baby, love that, M, Christine, Eva, and All Petrified Fruits. I've been listening to your podcast since 2018, and I'm finally caught up, so I'm listening backwards and that it says cringe, which I can't tell if you mean we're <gasps> cringy or... No, I you're... think they
0: meant they know that they're doing it wrong.
2: Oh, okay. Right? I mean, we also, the further you go back, the more cringy we it's are. It's because... certainly true. Yeah. So uh, be prepared for the second time around, I suppose. <laughs> um. I've gotten tons of my friends hooked and my mom to and my mom too, but I've never submitted a story. This may be long, but I've been sitting on this one for a while and yeah. I had to wait for the case to be solved before I could <gasps> submit part of it. What? So first off is for Christine and second okay. half. Oh, so the first half is for Christine and the second half is for him. Let's crack into it. I live in a small town and one of my family members is a detective I was in school for criminal justice, and so I got to hear things about cases without ever knowing the names of who they were happening to because of legal reasons. Mm. Someone in the town someone in the town over went missing, and it wasn't a runaway situation. Mm. They found his car wrecked into a ditch and left on the side of the road with all of his personal belongings, including his phone inside. Mm. And CCTV footage showed him getting into his own car with two unidentifiable men. Mm. Mm -mm. They hadn't searched the victim's house yet, but I had just listened to episode 158 where Christine covered the murder of Kevin Bacon. Oh yeah. The cases were so similar in the lead up to them that I told my relative to search his phone for the grinder app. Of course he had never heard of it. So I had to explain what it was and tell him that there was a case in 2019 where someone was a victim of a hate crime murder after being baited on that app after And after searching his house, they find some things under his bed that proved my theory and also found the app on his phone and were able to go through past messages and find out who he was meeting and where he was going to be meeting them and were able to get a warrant to search the house of those two men. Christine. What the fuck? Are you kidding me right now? Come to find out they were brothers and they had dated that or they had baited that man into coming with them for what he believed was going to be a hookup. They murdered him and buried him on their property. If I would not have listened to that episode on that day, that I, on the episode, if I had not have listened to that episode on the day that I listened to it, that would have not even been a factor because he was closeted closeted, and all of his family said that they had no inkling that he may have ever been LGBTQ. Wow. Listening to your podcast solved the murder and got their family closure, and the family may never know, but I would like to say thank you.
0: Oh, Christine. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm honestly like mind blown right now. Seriously.
2: Wow. Okay. Well, so we've got, we have a spiritual hotline we need to figure out. <sighs> and now apparently you also have to go back into being a detective. So what
0: the hell? I'm like shook. I'm really, sh- I never say that, but like I'm shook. Well, because of that story, you were able to give another family that's closure, really so. incredible. And who sent us in? again? Tristan. Tristan. I'll be honest. You really just shook my brain. I don't really know what to do with this information. Um, but thank you for for sharing it. And uh, well, wow. and thank you for solving it. I mean, it sounds like Tristan solved it, not me. I just blabbed around. You were the lead. You were the lead. I was just blabbing, and Tristan was like, "I think I'm going to take something from this." And
2: Well, also, if Kevin Bacon's family happens to be out there, know that, you know, if something good could come from their situation, at least another story was able to be closed, Mm -hmm. too. So. All right. Now, here's a little ghost story for M. Me and my friends went to Charleston for a 21st birthday celebration and we were too poor to afford a ghost tour. And after about 10 jello shots each, yikes, (sighs) I decided that I was into creepy enough things to lead the tour. Oh, my gosh. Love this. And yes, this was after listening to your episode where you covered the old Charleston jail. Everything was funny and normal until we got to St. Philip's Church. He was telling them the history and about some of the ghosts when one of my friends said, hey, maybe you should whisper. There's someone in there. Whoa. Oh, so so like as they were telling the story, they're like, hey, maybe you should whisper someone. Keep it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have never become so sober so fast in my entire life because it is a felony to be in a graveyard after dark. Oh shit. I told her this and she looked just as scared as I did and pointed behind me into the graveyard and said, something is crying over that grave. Hmm. Me and all my friends look into the graveyard and we see what looks like a person crouched near a grave. The way people look in movies, tell everyone, uh, We tell everyone we need to leave immediately because I don't fuck with demons and no sooner had the word demon left my mouth that this giant shadow stood up. It was almost as if it was unfolding. Oh, because it didn't because it didn't stand out like a person. It just rose. (sighs) I immediately felt sick to my stomach and my friend asked if it was cold. It was 95 degrees outside, so obviously us 10 drunk girls started sprinting down the street away from that stupid church. (laughs) It has some awesome history and some really cool ghosts, though. Just not cool enough for me to hang around after seeing that. Sorry for how long the story was, but I've been wanting to write in about the ghost story for a while and just got the okay to write in about the murder case, so I figured I'd kill two birds with one stone. I've got some really creepy stories about the woods near my old college, which you kind of covered in listener story, volume 19. And I suggested one of the murders that happened up there. So Christine, if you ever want the details about the Meredith Emerson case, let me know. Can't wait to see you guys at the Halloween Atlanta show. Live, laugh, lemon, Tristan.
0: Tristan, um, I would love the details on that. And also like, uh, did you solve that one too? Because I feel like you're giving credit and like... I didn't do jack shit. I just kind of <laughs> read my notes. And you, mm. I mean, if you're not doing the, all this detective work on your in your free time, I don't know what you're
2: doing because it sounds like you're good at it. Oh, my gosh. Well, talk about a, a very moving story at the very least. Very so. moving. I mean, these
0: stories, I, I got to say, this is one of the. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like this is one of the creepiest, wildest episodes we've ever done.
2: Definitely uh, the darkest. darkest. Eva was in a, certainly in a mood when she was curating these stories. <laughs> she, <laughs> we had just
0: traveled with her for three days, so maybe she was like, she was like, <laughs> that put her on edge, you know? Yeah, a
2: twist <laughs> of the knife.
0: Okay, so this is, I think the last one, right? Um, mm-hmm. This was sent in by Frankie, she, her, and the subject is murder, revenge, and a little ghost stuff.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, wow,
0: it's a lot of true crime today, too. Hi, and that's why we drink fam. I suck at first impressions, icebreakers, and openers. So let's get right to the story. I think you did an excellent job, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Cut to the chase. When I was in high school, my 18-year-old cousin, oh, great, was killed on Halloween morning. yeah. There was an argument while he was stopped at a gas station at about 4 a.m., and he was shot in the face.
2: <gasps> oh, my God.
0: Jesus. H. Christ. We grew up together. We're only a year apart, and this happened about two blocks away from our grandmother's house where we grew up. Every holiday, birthday, and most summer days were spent together at this house. Well, this house and our childhood happened to be on the wrong side of town in Northern California, which meant that a young Hispanic man being shot and killed was no big deal and immediately thrown away as gang-related. It wasn't. Hmm. The next day, a candlelight vigil was held at the site by close to 100 friends and family members. Well, remembering what side of town we were on, cops showed up to monitor the situation.
2: Okay. okay.
0: That's right. We were not allowed to grieve. When people started to disperse, a few officers came over and told us to put out the candles that were left Ugh. at the site. Get over okay. yourself. We blew them out, but they stayed lit. We tried <gasps> to smother the flame only for
2: them to pop right back up. Visco said, A cab, A cab. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I don't
0: think so,
1: officer.
2: We tried to smother
0: the flame only for them to pop right back up. We poured water on them, waited a few minutes, poured the water out, and watched the flames relight.
2: Okay, this are there visual candles that are like those say, trick candles? The trick candles. I mean... I don't know. I If I, there I, are, that's like kind of a fucked up product. But I mean, I guess in this case, it sounds it, like it it worked it's well. It's doing the trick, yeah. Yeah. Um...
0: Now, I'm not a believer in the supernatural at all. I'm a show-me-the-proof kind of gal, but this is the only instance I had no other answer for. That was him, my cousin Jay, refusing to let his light go out. Aww. We all made the joke that of course Jay would die on Halloween when he could come back the next day, Day of the Dead. uh uh-huh. <laughs> A week later, I walked up to his open casket and stared at my childhood best friend for the last time. Yes, we had an open casket funeral, and while I could still see a small area of discoloration, that was him. This experience is the reason I became a mortician. Oh, wow. To, I'm going to cry again. To give family members peace from behind the scenes, as I am extremely awkward and antisocial. <laughs> oh, you're cracking me up, Frankie. I'm a supervising embalmer and funeral home manager because of this horrible experience, and I hope I can give others the goodbye someone gave to me and my family. Now I use the word, I'm like so goose cammy and crying at the same time. Now I use the word revenge in my subject line. So you may be wondering where that comes into play. My cousin's murder is unsolved. Kinda. Mm. We knew who the murderer was and that he fled to Mexico. Remember, this was the murder of a young Hispanic man on the wrong side of town. Local law enforcement Uh. at the time did not see a need to actually pursue this case. They called it gang violence and through statistics and victim blamed. If you ask anyone in my family what happened to that person, there's always the same response: "We took care of it." That's all I will say,
2: and that's just the end of the email. Ah, What the fuck? And you know what? Good for you, honestly, (laughs) as you should. (laughs) Whatever that means for you, that closure seems like it is there. Um, and I'm I'm happy happy to not that I'm happy about that for you, and happy to not know anymore as well. Mm -hmm. So. Oy. Wow!
0: Wow! Wow! Frankie, what a story!
2: These I'd were like to, next like, level. I was gonna say I'd like to know if something happened to me, I would have family out there who would just take, take care, care of it. Of it. <laughs> oh, I would take care of it. Don't worry. Oh, okay. i, I <laughs> you just I, rolled your eyes? <laughs> I I would I would love to know what that looks like, but I uh, I thank you in advance if that is what ends up happening. So, hmm. uh, wow! No, this really was a, a really particularly heavy and creepy episode you know when we started this episode and i said it's leona's birthday
0: that Eva was like oh shit
2: <laughs> the, the energy <laughs> has changed quickly. that was
0: my bad i didn't think about that but honestly um i think this is one of the s-
2: creepiest ones we've ever done i at least i'm freaked out yeah definitely the freakiest definitely one of the freakier ones wow but i'm gonna have nightmares about that beer Thing that for that deer of life. spider you
0: know usually you hear like cryptid and it's like okay cryptid like you know bigfoot footsteps or something but like that that was very descriptive and no terrifying good. no good no
2: good not a deer not a good thing either um, yeah
0: i really hope that this um got everyone in the spooky spirit
2: yeah i i hope everyone's um primed to be freaked out wherever you're going today no mm-hmm. matter what you do uh, do you have any, uh, plans, any spooky plans besides the birthday coming up that you're excited for? Well, tomorrow, uh, October 2nd, 10-2, as you like to call it, uh, oh, I think we're day. gonna <laughs> poop day. I think you we're better gonna... make, you better take a meme poop on poop day. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I can't
0: promise that, but I can promise that I think we're going, uh, like pumpkin patching and, you know, stuff with oh. Leona. So doing some harvest stuff. Um, I was going to
2: say, you know, Kentucky's got a sick, fall festival
0: yeah we got to find those fall festivals because i don't think we went last year i don't remember oh i'm like i don't remember why well yeah i was in labor on october 1st <laughs> i'm like I'm like what did i do last year for for october oh right no a newborn homie, in my house
2: you also need someone to like babysit for the night and go do like halloween stuff like are you, you know, know i scared of that but they've got, i know they've got a haunted hayride well that i don't would... think i need a babysitter because blaze would never go with me
0: so he can stay home and i'll I'll get dragged. I'm always convinced by somebody who's like, it's not that scary, and then I go and I regret everything.
2: Alexander, are you listening? Yeah, he'll do it. Probably, he'll take me. (laughs) I will, Alexander. I will Venmo you good money (laughs) to get Christine to the creepiest thing in Kentucky. Yeah. Okay.
0: Scared. Anyway,
2: good luck with whatever you choose to do. What about you, Em? What are you doing? uh we haven't gotten any tickets i I, i've been hesitant about getting tickets because i still have this like stupid anxiety but sure i need to figure it out um but usually we we always do at least um oh you'll like this so we always do universal with um our other friend christine Mm -hmm. um that's uh, without you got to do that every year Mm -hmm. then we do um uh we were doing the the hayride the haunted hayride but it's it's dwindled over the year so i think we might replace it this year with Mm. something else um and then we do uh oh man i'm forgetting one of them but the the fourth one is dark harbor at the queen mary but here's the thing apparently during covid dark harbor no longer really and guess who bought it and has now made it their own halloween experience shack (laughs) <laughs> oh I thought you were gonna say Zach
0: Bagans I was like I'm sorry no what? not Zach Shaq Shaq uh, is honestly
2: speaking of great businessmen, Shaq yeah I mean he's got the uh Papa John's I think and yeah wow. he really said I'm just gonna invest in everything and so I guess he like bought Dark Harbor and now that's it's called amazing. Shaq it's called Shaqtober no it's not I think it is and so that's insane <laughs> that will probably be something we do um <gasps> Yeah. He, well, he also at Papa John's makes a um,
0: a pizza. What's it called? A shakaroni.
2: This guy, I'm telling you, between him and
0: Zach Bagans, like, do you know, do you know what's next? He's gonna buy a Shake Shack and be <gasps> like, "I'm
2: on it." That was the smartest, most clever thing you've ever said your entire life. <laughs> well, I'm out then because I don't want to. want to fall from here. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll be if I can get myself to. We'll be doing some Halloween stuff, but um, yeah, it'll we'll. Hopefully we have some spooky fun. But I guess next time we talk about Halloween, it'll probably be when I'm dressed up as you or dressed as oh, someone, can't wait. I guess. So
0: dressed as someone. Okay.
2: Well, I hope everyone has a great Halloween. And next time we see you, we will stay in the autumnal uh, with the autumnal festivities of November. Yes. And I guess we'll see you then with the more good. listener stories. Send and in your st- stories to And that's why you drink at gmail.com. That's why we
1: drink.